You are listening to Elva Real Estate Agent. Written by Emma Sutherland for all the little entrepreneurs who want to achieve great things in life. Part 1 Al loved all the houses on her street. She often went on walks around the neighborhood, just so she could stop and look and admire all the different houses the street was filled with. She loved each one, whether it was the little cottage house, the modern house that looked like a spaceship, or the old Victorian house that had all kinds of fun details on it. One day when Elle was out for a walk, she saw her neighbour, Mary, outside Mary's big white house, watering her plants. Hi Mary, what are you doing? asked Elle. Hi honey, I am watering my plants. I need to make the garden look lush, before I put my house up for sale. Oh I see. Why do you want to say goodbye to your house? Elle asked with a confused look on her face. Well, this house has become too big for me. I have had some beautiful memories here. But I think it is time for another family to enjoy it, said Mary. Well, Mary, I am a real estate agent. I can help you sell it. Elle said with a big smile on her face. That would be wonderful. Maybe we can discuss over tea and see what needs to be done in order to sell it, Mary replied. I would love that. Let's do it right now. We have no time to waste, Elle said, almost running up to Mary's front door. The first thing we need to do is to come up with a price you would want to sell it for, said Elle. Then we should have a photographer come and take pictures of your house. After all that, we should start showing people your home. Perfect. But before we start, we should sign a contract that says that we will work together, said Mary. A contract is like a promise between people that's written down on paper, so everyone remembers and agrees on what they're supposed to do. That sounds good. We should write it before I go. Then, by the end of this week, I will have everything done that is on our checklist, said Elle proudly. Elle was excited. She really liked her neighbour Mary and did not want to disappoint her when she had put so much faith in her. Elle was going to make sure to give it her all. Elle got home and started to compare nearby homes that had sold in the neighbourhood. Doing this would make sure that Elle came up with the right price to put on Mary's home. Mary's home had three bedrooms, three bathrooms, a cute little kitchen, one big living room, and a huge green yard. Elle saw two homes that looked similar to Mary's home, one that had a pool which Mary's house did not have. However, the other house did not have a porch like Mary's house did. But since every home is unique and special, just like us, Elle needed to change the price a little so that it was something in the middle of the two other houses. The next day, Elle met up with photographer Poppy. Elle guided Poppy through the home and told her exactly how she wanted the photos to appear. Elle had to make sure the lighting was good and that no dirty socks were laying on the floor that could show in the photos. Once Poppy was done, she sent Elle all the photos so that Elle could pick and choose which ones she wanted to upload. 
to the website that all real estate agents use to see homes for sale. When Mary's home is uploaded there, Al could start having people come over and see Mary's house. The week had flown by, and Al was finally ready to host her first open house. An open house is like a big, friendly invitation for people to come and look around a home that's for sale, all in one day. Al had to make sure all the lights were on, there were no filthy dishes in the sink, and that the pillows were fluffed. Al's final touch was to make sure that a small table was set up that had a sign-in sheet, along with cups of water, and a bowl filled with mints. Al waited. One hour went by. People will probably arrive after they have had their lunch, said Elle to herself. Then, another hour went by. Tick-tock. Tick-tock was all that Elle could hear in Mary's empty house. Elle asked herself, what is going on? She began to feel frustrated. Once the time had hit four o'clock, Elle started to pack up her things, turn all the lights off, and lock Mary's house up. She called Mary and told her that no one had shown up to her open house. That's unfortunate. I was hoping we were going to have lots of people stop by today, Mary said, with a bit of worry it sounded like. Don't worry Mary. This sometimes happens, but I will make sure that the next open house will be successful, Al said with confidence even though she was not sure yet how she was going to pull it off. Once Al got home, she told her parents at the dinner table about her day. Al's dad, Fall, said that she needed to make sure that people knew about the open house. Al's mom, Anne, agreed. You could go to the bakery or the dog park and put up flyers, Anne said. Why did I not think of that? That's a great idea, Al said with excitement. She finished up dinner, kissed her parents on the forehead, and said thank you. After all, that's what family is for. Elle was not frustrated anymore. Instead, she was determined. Part 2 of Elle the Real Estate Agent Elle woke up and was excited about spreading the word around town about her open house. Her first stop was at the local bakery. Hi there, Baker Bo. I was wondering if I could put up a flyer for my open house above the coffee station. I will buy a cookie, of course, if you let me. Elle asked. That's perfectly all right with me, replied Baker Bo. Elle bought a fresh new batch of cookies she planned to have for her open house. Her next stop would be the hotel. The hotel would be a great place to put a flyer at. Perhaps someone is in town and wants to move here but has no place to stay, thought Elle. The post office was a crowded place. People went in and out and stood in long lines. Perhaps while waiting, someone will look at my flyer, thought Elle. The bank could also use a flyer of Elle's open house. Perhaps someone has won a lot of money on the lottery and wants to buy a new house, thought Elle. The dog park was a place a lot of people met up after school and work. Perhaps someone fell in love at the park and needs to buy a bigger home where they can fit all their dogs for L. It was the following day, 
and Elle prepared herself again for her second shot of her open house. She did the same things as before, turned on all the lights, made sure that the place looked clean, puffed the pillows, and set out the cookies from Baker Bow and cups of water. And then, she waited. Tick-tock. Tick-tock, was all that Elle could hear, once again, in Mary's empty house. Elle felt disappointed. She was wondering if anyone would ever show up at the house. But wait. Elle could hear something. It sounded like mumbling. The sound got closer and closer. Then all of a sudden, the whole town was standing by the picket fence to Mary's home. Finally, Elle thought happily to herself. Elle greeted everyone at the house. Some people only stayed for a short time, and others for a long time. The people who stayed for a long time asked Elle lots of questions. How far of a walk is it to the bakery? When did the seller buy this? How many days have you had it for sale? Luckily, Elle had studied up on Mary's house, so she knew most of the answers. Elle walked out the last couple from Mary's house and waved them goodbye. The time was four o'clock, and she was ready to wrap up her open house and call Mary. We had almost the whole town here for the open house today, and a lot of people loved your home. I am going to call them when I get home and see what else they have to say, said Elle. That's marvellous. You go ahead and do that. And then afterward we will speak again, said Mary. Of course, said Elle. Elle went home and started to call the people who had signed up on her sign-in sheet. First up was Mrs. and Mr. Arnold's. They liked the house but said that they'd have to change the bathroom and kitchen to their liking, but did not have the time and money for it right now. Another couple had wished the property was closer to the dog park. Next up were Mrs. and Mr. Bison. They told Elle that they adored the house and said they would like to put an offer in. This meant that the Bisons told Elle a price they would want to buy Mary's house for, and Elle had to check with Mary and see if she was comfortable with accepting that price. Elle ran over to Mary's home and told her that the Bison family had put in an offer and wanted to move in within six months. However, Elle suggested to Mary that they should ask the Bisons for a little bit more money, and in that case, they could move in within three months instead. Mary agreed, and Elle called the Bisons to let them know what they wanted in order for them to buy Mary's house. All right, we will take it, said the Bisons on the phone with excitement. Perfect, you can meet me at Mary's house at six o'clock today and we can all sign the paper that says that Mary agrees to sell her home to you, said Elle. That sounds wonderful. We will see you there, said the Bisons. Elle printed out a paper called a purchase agreement that they all signed, and after that the countdown started for Mary to truly say goodbye to her home. A purchase agreement is like a written promise that helps people trade things like houses, making sure everyone knows the rules and keeps their word. The Bisons had left after they signed the paper, and Elle and Mary went out on the porch with some sweet tea and cookies to celebrate. Thank you so much again, Elle, for all your help. 
I could have never found the time to sell my home if it was not for you, said Mary. It was my pleasure. You have been the best neighbour, so this is the least I could do, said Earl. She is to the best real estate agent in town, said Mary, and she is to the next adventure that lies ahead, said Earl.